rogues are preferable to imbeciles because sometimes they take a rest. Alexandre Dumas Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and I want to go back to something that we've done some in the past, although it's been sporadic, which is author profiles, especially of authors who played some role in history or wrote specifically about pieces of history. And today we're going to look at a man who has helped shape how we view French history for over 150 years. Let's take a look at the life and work of the author of some of the greatest adventure stories of all time, and the man who brought us the Three Musketeers, the Man in the Iron Mask, and the Count of Monte Cristo, Alexandre Dumas. Alexandre Dumas was born on July 24, 1802. His father, Thomas Alexandre Dumas, was a general in Napoleon's army. His grandparents were a French nobleman stationed in Haiti and a female slave of Afro-Caribbean ancestry. While his mixed-race heritage would certainly have prevented Dumas from achieving literary fame in early 1800s America, in the French Republic, it proved no such obstacle. His first play was produced in 1829 when Dumas was 27 years old and a second the next year was successful enough to allow him to write full-time. Following several more successful plays, Dumas turned his energy to writing novels, the art form for which he would become legendary. At the time, newspapers were publishing serial novels. They would be released in installments and then later bound into a book. Like Charles Dickens in England in the same period, he made a lucrative income from these serialized novels. The first of which, The Capitaine Paul, was a rewrite of an earlier play. Get paid for the same story twice? Nice work if you can find it. He was a prolific writer, publishing more than 100,000 pages in his lifetime across a wide variety of subjects and genres, but he's best known for his adventure novels that used a heavily fictionalized version of French history as their basis. Among the best known are The Three Musketeers in 1844, The Count of Monte Cristo, also in 1844, Twenty Years After in 1845, Queen Margot, also in 1845, and The Man in the Iron Mask in 1847. All of these have been made into popular films, some like The Three Musketeers multiple times, and have become a part of popular culture for over 150 years. Though he was a prolific writer who earned a huge amount for the time, he was often on the verge of bankruptcy, at least in part because of his free spending on his many mistresses. Some scholars estimate that he had as many as 40 during his lifetime. In this, he was much like Dickens, who wrote feverishly to support two separate families, his wife in one house and his mistress in another. In 1851, both to escape his creditors and a disapproving new French regime, he moved to Belgium. 
1859, he moved again, this time to Russia, where his novels were hugely popular. From 1861 to 1864, he joined the Italian patriot Giuseppe Garibaldi in the movement for Italian unification, and on his return to Paris, wrote several travel books about Italy. Dumas died on December 5, 1870, the same year as his great contemporary, Charles Dickens, leaving a literary legacy rarely equaled. If you've never read any of his most famous novels, I encourage you to do so. The language is a bit flowery at times, something found in all novels until Hemingway and the modernists broke the trend in the 1920s. I mean, it's not without reason that in Zafon's Shadow of the Wind, Danielle Semperi says that his father read Alexandra Dumas romances. Now, Zafon loved both Dumas and Dickens, by the way, so there's a higher recommendation than mine. But they're not romances in the conventional sense, and they're swashbuckling page-turners to boot. It's easy to see the people of 1840s Paris lined up in front of newspaper vendors, anxious to read the next installment of D'Artagnan's adventures in the court of Louis XIV. I want to close with a quote that I believe sums up Dumas' writing and legacy better than any other. In 2002, on the 100th anniversary of his birth, Dumas' ashes were reinterred at the famous mausoleum of the Pantheon in Paris. At that ceremony, French President Jacques Chirac paid Dumas this tribute. Quote, With you, we were D'Artagnan, Monte Cristo, or Balsamo, riding along the roads of France, touring battlefields, visiting palaces and castles. With you, we dream. End quote. And what a lovely dream it is. That's our author profile for this week. Have a great day and keep on reading. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. Thanks a lot.